Well, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Great Wednesday evening to all of my friends who continue to endure with our online Wednesday Bible studies together. Soon, soon, I'm praying and hoping uh, that we will be able to join back together for a Wednesday night Bible study for all who would feel willing and desirable to come. And if not, we'll continue to stream it live, but most likely, hopefully, Lord willing, uh, as we get into August, we'll be doing it again at the church. And I'm looking forward to that. Sunday was a day of storms and uh, outages in the Dixon area. I hope that you weren't affected too greatly by that. Uh, still others with uh, challenges related to the virus. We're seeking to be respectful to one another, use our masks as much as we can uh, in places where we go. Thank you for your patience with one another and with us all when we have all these opinions about these uh, days that we're living in. But these are the days that the Lord's given us and we'll rejoice and be glad in them. What did we learn Sunday? Restore to me the joy of my salvation. I'm preaching from my heart these days, encouraging you as we seek revival. So tonight we find ourselves in Psalm 138. <clears throat> Psalm 138 is where we'll be turning, so uh, grab your copy of God's Word. Join me here for a few minutes as we study the Word of God together, and I hope it will be a blessing to you. Psalm 138, beginning in verse number 7, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of my enemies and your right hand will save me. The Lord will accomplish what concerns me. Your loving kindness, O Lord, is everlasting. Do not forsake the works of your hands. Heavenly Father, we thank you for these precious words from the Word of God. They are like medicine for our soul. They are the balm that soothes us. We thank You for these soothing, encouraging, strengthening words from the Word of God. How I thank You tonight, Lord, for the opportunity we have to gather together. I ask You again today, revive First Baptist Church Dixon. Revive us again. Revive us again. Lord, we are scattered because of the virus. We have all kinds of emotions because of these days, even toward one another. How I pray that You would draw us together by Your Spirit and that You would do the deep work of conviction that we might all repent, and that we as Your people, oh, that we might repent and experience revival. Send it our way, Lord, send it our way. Revival in our church, the churches of the world, an awakening in the world. It is my prayer. It is my daily prayer. My appeal to You, Lord. Revive us. Save this world. Lord, have mercy on us. Have mercy on the United States of America. And may the words that we look at tonight be an encouragement to us as we think about revival. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, tonight, the focal truth that I'll be looking at from these verses is this. God in His favor revives His people in troublesome times. Let me say it again. God, in His favor, <clears throat> revives His people in troublesome times. I don't have to give anybody 
a report on these days <clears throat> in which we live about the trouble that we're going through. Times like many of us have never seen. Most of us, in fact, all of us, have never seen times like this where it's all compacted in on us together. I do want to ask you an appeal to you as brothers and sisters to be patient with each other with our differing opinions on what to do for safety during these days. Let, let's pray for one another, be understanding of each other, and walk together as we can. Shall we? Can we? I really want to ask you to do that. Be patient with us as leaders of the church. We're doing the best we can to prayerfully follow guidelines that we believe will honor everyone. So I'm asking you to do that. Oh, these troublesome times. Well, you read it here. Though I walk in the midst of trouble. Every last one of us is walking in the midst, in the big middle of trouble. National trouble. Personal troubles. All kinds of troubles. We walk. We live. Though I walk. Present tense. In the midst of troubles. You will revive me. Oh, what a great, great prayer this is for us to pray tonight. So this focal truth is so good. God in His favor revives His people in troublesome times. Well, questions for you tonight. Are you living in the favor of God? Tonight, are you experiencing the grace of God, we might say? Are you living under the grace of God? Do you recognize God's favor towards you? How He has been favorable in your life? For by grace, for by the favor of God are you saved, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, lest any man should boast. Are you, are you living under the favor of God? Or are you still living under the wrath of God? This becomes a very important question. Where you find yourself. Oh, God is gracious with the sinner. But God gives grace to the humble, those who know Him and are saved. So I ask you first of all, are you living in the favor of God? How about this? Is God pleased with your life and with your priorities right now? We've had a lot of time. We've been going through this a long time since way back in March. So is God right now today on this Wednesday night, is God pleased with your lifestyle, your life and the priorities that you've set for yourself? in these days in which we live? And how about this? Um, have these days of trouble crushed your confidence and your faith in God? Do you just feel an overwhelming sense of despair and frustration? You're, you're just crushed by these days. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to handle them. You just, you're struggling with all of your might. Or are you confident? that God knows what He is doing in your life in these days of trouble. Do you have confidence or are you crushed by these days? Well, it all depends on what you believe God is doing or not doing, not only in your life, but in the life of the people around you and the life of the people in this world and in Dixon, Dixon County and the surrounding counties where all of our many people who come to First Baptist Church live. Well, this is, a, this is a great promise for us because it reminds us tonight that in the midst of the troubles, God brings revival to His people. He brings it. As I said, God in His favor revives His people in times of trouble. 
Well, I have several observations for you today. I have three of them I'd like to make from these words of the text and make a few comments on each of the observations, uh, looking at God's Word together, just digging into God's Word for a few minutes, and then we'll look at some application and uh, how we use these things in our life and, and be on our way. So first of all, let me read it again for you. Even though I will walk, even though I walk in the midst of trouble, you revive me, and your right hand will save me. Both present, uh, future tense. You will revive me, and you will save me. And then another future tense, verse eight. You will accomplish that what concerns me. What a great set of promises. This is a prayer of confidence for us to pray as we believe God will bring revival to us personally and to our church. First observation is this. God favors His people, number one, God favors His people by strengthening them when they pray in times of trouble. Look back up at verse number three of Psalm 138. He says, on the day I called, David says, on the day I called, you answered me. You made me bold with strength in my soul. On the day I called to you, you answered. Now that is a great word. Notice the assurance of the man of God who is revived by God. He goes to God in prayer. On the day I called, you answered me, and you made me bold with strength in my soul. What, what do we read about this in various places. As you pray, you know what we learn? The strength and power of God comes as we draw near to God and pray. As we ask the Lord, we come to the throne of grace and ask for help in time of need. This first observation is so important. God favors us by strengthening us as we pray. Psalm 119.26 I have told of my ways and you answered me. Uh, Jonah 2.2, I called out in my distress to the Lord and He answered me. Uh, John 1.13, whatever you ask in my name, the Lord Jesus said, that will I do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. God answers the prayers of the righteous promptly. That's one of the first things you must remember. God answers the prayers of the righteous promptly. On the day I called, you answered me. Prayer strengthens our soul. He made him bold with strength in his soul. Let me just read you some verses that remind us of how God's power comes to us as we pray. Uh, Ephesians 3.16, Paul prayed for the Ephesian church that they would be strengthened with power through his spirit in the inner man. That's the strengthening of our, making us bold in our soul. What he says here, you have answered me and you have made me bold with strength in my soul. As I prayed, you give me boldness. Uh, Paul says also Colossians 1.11, strengthen that he prays for the Colossian church, that they would be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for the attaining of all steadfastness, patience, joyously. How about this? Psalm 29.11, the Lord gives strength to his people. Another one. 1 Samuel 30, verse 6, David was greatly distressed because the people spoke of stoning him, but David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Oh, that's so good. And what about the Lord Jesus Himself? Father, if You are willing, remove this cup from Me, yet 
not my will, but yours be done. And then the Scriptures tell us this sacred moment takes place. Now an angel from heaven appeared to the Lord Jesus and strengthened Him as He prayed. Do you want God's favor in your life? Go to Him in prayer and you will find that He will do as David said. He will make you bold with strength in your soul. In troubled times, first we must call on the Lord. We must pray, church. We must pray. I've been appealing to you to pray. And as we pray, God will strengthen our soul as well as hear our prayer promptly. Second observation is that God favors His people by reviving them in times of trouble. First, by strengthening them when they pray in times of trouble. But now, reviving them. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me and stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies and your right hand will save me. Here, notice the fearlessness of a man who is revived by God. He's not afraid of his enemies. He's not afraid anymore. He's not fearful. Though in trouble, you can look around and get afraid. And I know for some of you right now, you hear the reports about the virus are very serious and there's fear. I know you have fear. There's fear that comes over us. But in trouble, sometimes we cannot be afraid in the midst of them. We must trust in the Lord. Oh, my friend, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid in these troubles sometimes. Trust the Lord. Go to Him in prayer. God favors His people by reviving them. Let me just go through some wonderful passages to reinforce this idea of how God revives and takes care of His people during fearful, troublesome times. Let me just read them. Psalm 9.9 says the Lord is a stronghold in times of trouble. What does that tell us? The Lord protects His people in times of trouble. We go on and read, uh, the Lord preserves His people in times of trouble, which is Psalm 32.7. You preserve me from trouble. A third way, the Lord strengthens His people in times of trouble. Psalm 37, 39. He is their strength in a day of trouble. Fourth, the Lord is always present with His people in times of trouble. Psalm 46, 1. A very present help in time of trouble. And then finally, the Lord rescues His people in times of trouble. The Word of God says in Proverbs 11, 8, righteous, The righteous man is delivered from trouble, but the wicked takes his place. Psalm 18, 19, He brought me forth into a broad place. He rescued me because He delighted in me. What am I saying here? It's this promise in verse number 7, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. In troublesome times, God in His favor revives His people. He protects them. He preserves them. He strengthens them. He is present with them. And He rescues them. That's why you don't have to be afraid in these days of fear and dread gripping the world. You see, God favors His people by accomplishing His purpose in them. That's the third observation. First, God, God strengthens His people in troublesome times when they pray. Second observation, God favors His people by reviving them in times of trouble. Third observation, God favors His people by accomplishing His purposes in them in troublesome times. Note the confidence of the man who is revived by God. The Lord will accomplish what concerns me. And I want you to know this tonight, whatever your age as a Christian. The Lord is going to accomplish 
what He wants to do in your life even in these times of COVID, hate, destruction, rioting, bitterness, fighting. The Lord will accomplish in the righteous what He has purposed for them. And I hope that encourages you. Let me speak about this for a moment. The Lord completes His work in His people and He uses trouble to do it. He completes His work by using these troubles. We don't like that, but this is what Scripture tells us. Philippians 2.15, show yourselves. Here's How do we live during these days? What do lost people need to see Christians do during days of COVID? We all have different opinions about it. What is it that we should do together as God's people? Philippians 2.15, show yourselves to be blameless and innocent children of God above reproach in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you appear as lights in the world. The, the people of the world need to see in God's people that we are a blameless and innocent generation. Think about what you do with that when it comes to the health of others and respect for others during these days of COVID. James 1.4 Let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. The Lord accomplishes His purposes in us in troublesome times. What am I saying? Well, first, the Lord completes His work in His people when He uses troubles. Also, the Lord accomplishes His purpose in His people's lives by their circumstances. Listen, He who began a good work in you, Philippians 1.6, famous. He who began a good work in you will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. You're now in the hands of the living God as a saved person. The Holy Spirit of God is in you. God knows exactly where you are and what you're going through and He will finish what He starts in your life. Your salvation is permanent and eternal. Though we don't always walk with God as we should and we must confess our sin as I've been repeatedly talking to us about. But remember this, God will finish His work in you. The Lord provides completeness in His people's union with Christ. You see, we're united already to Christ. This is what the Word of God tells us. In Colossians 2.10, it says, In Him you've been made complete. So the Lord accomplishes His purposes by using troubles. He accomplishes His purposes in us by the circumstances that we have to go through. He accomplishes His purposes in us because we're now already united to Christ. You'll never be disassociated, unconnected to Jesus Christ once you're saved. You are now united to Him eternally. And oh, by the way, the Lord calls His people to glorify Him in the world. He accomplishes these purposes in us so that we might, I said this Sunday, glorify God in the world. 1 Peter 2.9, You are a chosen race, church, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of Him who called you out of darkness into marvelous light. Well, let me repeat myself. Three observations from these wonderful words in Psalm 138. 7 and 8. First observation is this. God favors His people by strengthening them when they pray in times of trouble. Observation number two. God favors His people by reviving them in times of trouble. Observation number three. God favors His people by accomplishing His purposes in them in times of trouble. That's some good stuff for us, isn't it? What are some things we need to remember tonight? 
How, how would I like to apply this? As your pastor, I always want to try to bring some application to us. We, we've observed the text and looked at these truths, but what does this mean to me? How do I apply this in my life? Well, let me give you several things to think about and remember. Number one, God will accomplish His purposes in His people. And that includes you who are saved, First Baptist Church Dixon and my other friends who are listening. God will accomplish His purposes in His people. What did He say here? You will revive me, you will save me, and you will accomplish what concerns me. Secondly, God's favor lasts longer than the troubles of life. Praise God. The eternal favor of God shown to us in Jesus Christ. You now are a favored one. You thought about that? You're the special child of God. You are a favored one. God's favor lasts longer than the troubles of life. Number three, God hears the righteous above the noise of troublesome times. God hears you when I called to the Lord. What's implied here is it was trouble. When I call on the day I called, you answered me. God, listen, number three, God hears the righteous above the noise of troublesome times. Oh, the noise level. Oh, the chatter. Oh, the rattle. Oh, the complaining. Oh, the belly aching. Oh, the critiquing of one another that's going on. It even goes on in our church. Criticizing one another about some of these days and what's going on. Criticizing. Oh, the noise. But you see, God hears the righteous when they pray over the noise of troublesome times. A fourth thing, God helps. God's help comes equal to the times of trouble. Let me say it again. God's help comes equal to the times of trouble. He matches it. There's not a trouble that comes in our life that God doesn't match it up and take care of us. And finally, troubled times don't trouble God's revived people. We're untroubled in the trouble. We're untroubled in the troubled. Are you untroubled in the trouble? Have you lost your confidence? Have you lost your faith in God? Are you afraid? I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. That's where we are today. So we read these blessed words. Psalm 138.7, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive me. So how do we use this in our daily lives this week? The remainder of this week? Well, a couple of things. Number one, come boldly to God in prayer in these times of trouble. Tell the Lord how you feel. Come boldly. Pray effectively. Pray earnestly. Pray with holy grief and emotion. Speak to God about how you feel. Come boldly to God in prayer in these troublesome times. Number two, allow God to accomplish what He wants to do in your life in days of trouble. Allow God to do what He's doing in your life. Don't fight Him. Submit to it. Allow that the Lord would get these things done. Number three, rejoice in the protecting hand of God in these troublesome times. What did the psalmist say here? Your right hand will save me. That's what we must do. Rejoice in the protecting hand of God in these days of trouble. And finally, be assured that God will revive those who trust Him 
in times of trouble. Be assured that God will revive those who trust Him in times of trouble. Heavenly Father, we thank You for the promises that we read tonight from David. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, You will revive me. You will stretch forth Your hand against the wrath of my enemies and Your right hand will save me. The Lord will accomplish what concerns me. Lord, You will accomplish in my life and in the lives of my dear brothers and sisters what, what things You have for us. Lord, we pray that You would forgive us as we've been impatient with one another, when we've criticized one another, when we've not lived with one another in peace. How I pray that You'd forgive us of our sins. How I pray that You'd bring revival to our church. And Lord, in these troublesome times, Lord, please help us encourage our people as we seek to know how to come back together and be together and worship as often as we can. We thank You for being with us even when we're scattered. You're with us and You unite us as Your people. So bless my dear brothers and sisters tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. If you're having a concern, you have a need, you have a spiritual need, please call or contact us. We're in times of limited personal contact. Everybody knows that this is going on. I'm sorry it couldn't be some other way. But this is the way we have to do our ministry right now. And I'm asking for your patience, your understanding, for me and for all of us, that we might get through these days and honor God and glorify God because He's placed us in them for a purpose and a reason. I look forward to seeing you Sunday. As you feel uh, safe to come back, please come back and join us. All of our Bible studies, all of our Sunday school classes for all ages are going on. And perhaps this next Sunday will be a better weather week. There won't be as many catastrophes of, of power shut off and bad weather. But whatever comes our way, we rejoice in the Lord. And my prayer is that God would be with you and bless you today. And I look forward to seeing you Sunday, Lord willing. God bless you. Have a great evening.